Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the gospel. Where we're at, we're, as we're making our way down to Capernaum, we, we see this leopard man coming to Jesus. In verse 40 we read, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him, and said unto him, I will, or else I am willing. Be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed, and straightly, otherwise sternly, charged him forthwith to send him away. And he said unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priest and offer thy cleansing to those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. For he went out and began to publish it much and blazed abroad the manner insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but it was without. He stayed out basically out of the city in the desert place and they came unto him from every quarter. What an interesting story that we have in front of us today. The first thing we, we see about the leper, number one, his statement that he made to Jesus, if you are willing. Is the Lord willing to heal us? And it tells us here that Jesus looked upon him with compassion and said, I am willing. Throughout the book of Mark, you'll see how Jesus was moved with compassion. As I have mentioned earlier, I think that the key to ministry is I have a heart that's been moved by God. God moves in our heart as he would want us to minister out of love. And he gives us that heart of God where God sees the ones who are hurting. In this case, a leopard man. And of course, he says, yes, I'm willing to heal you. That's the right thing to do. And so we see second thing that we see is that Jesus touched him. Did you notice that in the verses? Now, it was unlawful to touch a leopard. If you touched a leopard, you yourself were considered unclean for a period of time. However, Jesus touched him. But, but the reality was uh, of it all was it wasn't unlawful for the Jesus to touch him because the moment that he touched him, he was cleansed. He was no longer a leopard. So he was no longer a leopard in that Jesus touched him. Immediately, did you see immediately he was cleansed, it tells us in the scriptures. And Jesus said, now go and show yourself to the priest and offer the things which the law prescribes and go through your rituals that they would have you to do. Of course, he was pointing them back to the Old Testament, the things that Moses had penned there in the book of Leviticus, the things that he should do. I think it's so amazing how, once again, the value of the Scriptures, the value of the Old Testament, and how practical they were for during the ministry of Jesus Christ and how practical they are during our time. And so it's interesting to me that God, in the law, made provision for a man who had an incurable disease, which was ostracized from society, and how God made a provision for that man with this uncurable disease to return to society when he was healed of this uncurable disease. Do you know if you had leprosy, 
And if you were walking in the city, you had to cry out a certain number of feet away, 30 feet away, depending on which the wind was blowing. In some cases, if the wind was on the back, you had to start blowing. Um, you had to start announcing 50 feet away. You, know, you would just simply say, cry out, leopard, leopard, in order if I in order to notify those that you were coming across that there was a leopard in the town. It was terrible. You were ostracized. You, you could not sit down for a meal with your family. You weren't able to be with them. But God made a provision in the law that, we might, uh, that a leopard might be healed. So the law of the leopard and the day of the cleansing, it tells us in the book of Le- Leviticus, that underneath the law, that God made a way for them to enter back into society. And in fact, it tells us that when you are healed, when you are cleansed, you were to go back to show yourself to the priest, which Jesus told him to do. And after seven days, you were to offer up a, a couple turtle doves, and, and then, then you were able to just simply go back to your normal life. I think it's interesting when you look at the impossible But when we give God an opportunity, we can see the impossible things turn into possibility. I believe in the God of the possibilities, that God is able to do things over and above what we could ever imagine or think. Can you put your shoes on just for a second to the life of that leopard man? Can you imagine him? We don't know too much about his family life. Maybe he had close relatives and friends that he hadn't seen for years and years and years. And leprosy, of course, as you know, is a very loathsome disease. It's it's terrible to look at. It eats away at your skin. It starts to rot. In fact, your nerves get shut down where you lose feeling. And it, it just becomes hideous even to be around a person like that. But all of a sudden we hear that as he's healed as of his as leprosy, his whole body is turned. It's changed. It's, re, it's brought back to the way it was intended to be in order for him to live a good, productive life in society, to return to his family life and be able to once again to enter into the synagogue. Isn't it amazing, the touch of Jesus? Of course, that we find throughout the Bible, throughout the scriptures, a type of sin is so often is referred to as leprosy or leprosy is referred to as a type of sin, because it has that way of deadening us. It's a terrible thing. It actually will lead a person to death. Isn't that what sin does to people's life? It has a way of deadening us to, you know, to the things that are right, the things that we should be doing. So often you wonder why are people acting like they are acting and how terrible things that people do. Well, I think they become, you know, dead to the right way of living. And they, over a period of time, their their nerves or their response, their spiritual nerves certainly are dead. And so they're living a life that will eventually lead to, uh, to eternal death. But the beauty is, the beauty is, is uh, all of us were in that boat at one time. For we've all have sinned. We've all tasted the, the type of leprosy in our own lives. And then we said to Jesus, are you willing to heal me? Are you willing to forgive me? And of course, the response to Jesus to anybody who calls upon him, he says, yes, I'm willing. And thank the Lord that he's healed us. Thank the Lord that he's forgiven us of our deadly disease, 
that being of sin, that we stand whole, we stand right before God and for, before each other because the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. You know, the beauty of believers, one of the great things is that, that God has done for my life and God has done for your life, that he so changed our life that now we're able to experience life the way God intended for us to live. I like to think of it that he's put a zest back into our life. He's put a spring in our steps. He's given us purpose. We're sin. And of course, the father of sin is Satan. He's come to destroy. He's come to rob us of that fruitfulness, that wonderful life that we have in Jesus Christ. I thank the Lord for this story of this leopard man that was healed, a healed of an incurable disease, because I can relate to him. Because man's not able to heal himself. Man's not able, through his good works, able to save himself. But because of the touch of Jesus, we can know the salvation of God. And so until next time, May God richly bless you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.